sign someone. So I wanted to, and I didn't print out a whole bunch to, to everybody. There's no more? Oh, I guess uh, some people have to share. So. Sorry about that. I didn't know how many I would need, and apparently I underestimated, and that's, that's a terrible thing to do. Um, but uh, I just wanted to hand these out, and, and really, you, you can find these verses for yourselves, and um, I, I think those are some encouraging verses, and also some easy-to-memorize verses. Uh, many of you might have already memorized, you already see something that's familiar on that piece of paper, and that's all right. Um, we ought to memorize the Word of God. Um, tonight I have a message that I hope to be a very practical help, a very uh, a message that, that God has put on my heart. I've, I've taught this to the junior class, and, um, and so hopefully it's on a level where, where we can understand and I don't preach something that you don't understand. Um, but I want to talk to you tonight about memorizing Scripture. Memorizing Scripture. I fear that oftentimes we don't understand the urgency or the need to memorize scripture. Uh, I actually was getting my hair cut today, and, and uh, I was talking to the lady cutting my hair, and she was talking to me, and I was telling her about the message I was preaching tonight. And I was telling her, I said, I, I really think it's just so important that we memorize scripture. And we began to talk, and, and uh, she's actually a Christian lady herself, and we, we often talk about the Bible the entire time, and it, it's, quite, it, it's quite enjoyable. I love, I love getting my hair cut because I, I get to talk to another fellow Christian, and, and, it's, and it's encouraging to me. And as we were talking, I, I, we were, um, I was telling her about the message tonight, and uh, I, I asked her, I said, what if, what if all the Bibles were taken out of our pews, our hands, our homes, in our churches right now. How much Bible would you be able to recite to keep you going? If, if all the Bibles in the world right now, if I did not have a Bible before me tonight standing at this pulpit, if you did not have the Word of God in your hand right now, how much Bible could you recite to keep you going, to encourage you? And in, in uh a very kind and generous way, she said, well, I, I think that has a lot to do with faith. And, and I would agree with her, if, if you were thrown in jail today and you had no word of God, how much Bible could you recite and how much Bible would you know in order to keep yourself encouraged? How much Bible would be filled inside of you where you would be able to keep yourself going? And, and she responded with, well, I, I think that has a lot to do with faith. And I agree with her, but we have to understand where does faith come from? The Bible says in Romans, so then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So it is important in order to keep our faith going to memorize scripture. Memorizing scripture is necessary. Memorizing scripture is good for you. Memorizing scripture has a lot of benefits. And I'm not here today to guilt you into reading your Bible more. No, I'm simply showing you the benefits and the blessings that come from reading the Word of God. I don't ever want to have to guilt you. If you have to be, if you have to be guilted into reading your Bible, then you're missing the point. If you have to be guilted into reading your Bible, you're missing the point. All I can do is show you the awesome, mighty, blessed benefits that come from memorizing Scripture. So the question is, why, why should we memorize, why, why memorize Scripture? Why should we memorize scripture? Well, first of all, 
I want you to notice that Jesus Christ himself had scripture memorized. Turn to Matthew chapter 4. Jesus, the word incarnate, knew the written word and quoted it all the time. He quoted 24 books of the Old Testament almost 180 times in the New Testament. Jesus Christ himself quoted and had scripture memorized. The living, breathing word of God, Jesus Christ himself had scripture memorized. If you turn to Matthew chapter 4, I think this is a great example of this, that Jesus Christ himself had scripture memorized. Matthew chapter 4, and starting in verse 1, says, Then was Jesus led up of the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward a hunger. Do you probably be pretty hungry too if you didn't eat for 40 days and 40 nights? Wouldn't you say, I, I go four hours and I'm really hungry. Verse 3, and, the, and when the tempter came to him and said, If thou be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but of every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. And you know the story. Satan goes on to tempt Jesus multiple times. And the devil, verse 5, take him up into a holy city and set up on, on a pinnacle of the temple and saith unto him, If thou be the Son of God... Cast thyself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and their hands, and they shall bear thee up, lest at any time thou dash thy foot against a stone. Which, by the way, it seems to hear that the devil also had scripture memorized. And by the way, he's trying to twist the word of God, and he will do that in your life. The devil, I, I, just, I just heard a message about this today, and I thought it was the coolest thing. You know the devil's a devil has a budget. Do you know that the devil has a budget? And the only thing he can sell to you is a lie. The only attack the devil has against you is a lie. You see, when the military, it's the, it's the, it's the lowest cost. That's, that's, that's the least expensive. So when they've run out of all other things they can do, the last thing they can do is a lie. Because a lie is an intimidation. It doesn't cost anything. See, I can shoot you with with my gun and it has bullets, but I can also come up to you with a gun with no bullets and still point it at you. What is that? That's intimidation. That's a lie. The only thing the devil has against you is a lie. That's the only thing the devil has. That's the only weapon that he has in your life is a lie. And you ought not to believe the lies of the devil. So don't listen to him when he's twisting the word of God in your life. You need to memorize the word of God. The word of God, because Satan also hasn't memorized, and he's going to try to twist your brain on some things. But you need to memorize the word of God for yourself so you know how to kick off the devil. So you know how to defend yourself. And it says in verse 7, Jesus saith unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Look at verse 10 with me. It says, Then Jesus saith unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written... Thou shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. But I want you to notice, it's not exactly what, uh, I don't want you to notice just what Jesus is saying. I want you to realize that he's saying, it is written. Jesus Christ, the word himself, had the word of God memorized. And if Jesus Christ himself had the word of God memorized, how much more should we memorize the word of God? How much more should it fill up our lives? 
So I want you to notice that, first of all, Jesus Christ had the Word of God memorized. It was the authority. He has the authority memorized. The Bible, we come to church and we say the Bible is our final authority. And you ought to believe that this is our final, final authority. Not the government, not your parents. No, this is, this is the Word of God. This is the final, final authority. And authority is something we need in our lives. Authority can be used to provide order and security. Authority can be used to manage conflict peacefully and fairly. Authority can be used to protect important rights and freedoms. And authority can be used to ensure that benefits and burdens will be distributed fairly. So what am I saying? It is important that you know the authority. It is important that you fill it up your life with the authority of the scriptures. So that when Satan comes your way, you say, no, Satan. <laughs> no, you don't, you don't have the right to do that to me. Why? Because I know the authority. And the authority is the word of God. Jesus Christ himself had the authority memorized. Not only that, but we are called to memorize scripture. Turn with me to Colossians chapter 3. I preached out of Colossians chapter 3 on Sunday. Talking about peace and, and what the word of God can, can give you through, through his word. And Colossians chapter 3 and verse 16 says to let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. I'm going to read that again. In verse 16 it says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts unto the Lord. What I'm trying to say is this. The Bible even tells us that we should let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. It should be so much part of our lives that it flows out of us. My college professor used to always say this. What's What's in the well comes up in the bucket. What's coming up in your bucket? Is it the word of God? Is it, is it the word of Christ? Let it dwell in you richly. Does it sit in you? See, the more you get in the Bible, the more the Bible will get into you. And we ought to be so much so in the word of God that it just starts flowing out of us. You see, it's, it's what's in us. And what's in you eventually comes out. It will come out. Whether or not you're in the word of God, it will come out in your life. And so when we memorize scripture, we let the word of Christ dwell in us richly and we meditate on the words of God. That's a good life. <laughs> That's a great life. Singing with grace in your heart, psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs. That almost sounds pretty happy, doesn't it? That sounds like, wow. Wow. If I, so if I let the word of Christ dwell in me, I just might be happy. I might just be a happy Christian if we let the word of Christ dwell in us richly. And why, why is it so important, Preston? Why is it so important to memorize scripture? Well, I want you to be happy. <laughs> I want to be happy. Who doesn't want to be happy? If I said, who in here tonight wants to just be the happiest person in the world? There might be a few people who didn't raise their hand, honestly. But there might be everyone who just says, Hey, I want joy. I want happiness.
Let the word of God dwell in you richly. Memorize scripture. Memorize scripture. It's important. And so I give out those papers, and, and as just an encouragement, people don't know where to start usually. Well, what do I, do, what do I memorize? And, uh, well, let's continue. Memorizing scripture renews our mind and transforms our life. First of all, uh, turn, to, turn to Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy chapter 6. Deuteronomy chapter 6. God gives a command to teach the law and his word, and he, he, he gives it to them. And he says in Deuteronomy chapter 6 and verse 4, he says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thine heart and with all thy soul and with all thy might. And these words which I have commanded thee this day shall be in thine heart. And thou shalt teach them diligently to, unto thy children, and shalt talk of them when thou sittest in thine house, and when thou walkest by the way, and when thou liest down, and when, and when thou risest up. Look at verse 8. And thou shalt bind them for a sign upon thine head, and, and they shall be as frontless between thine eyes. And thou shalt write them upon the posts of thy house and on thy gates. What is, what is God saying to Israel right now? He's saying, I want you to take my word and make it so much part of your life that it's written on your forehead and it's, and it's everywhere you go. So it is a part of your life. It's not something where you just come to church once a week and you, and, and you get into your word. No, he said, wherever you go in your house, it's going to be following you. When you sit down, the word of God is there. When you stand up, the word of God is there. When you lay down, the word of God is with you. And it's all written on your house, and I want you to teach it to your children. But we're not, are we teaching it to our children? Are, is it so much part of our life that everywhere we go, the word of God is, is, is with us? See, is it in our hearts? Is it in our minds so much so that it's just nothing but an outspring, a, a, an offspring of the word of God? You see, he wanted to be so much part of their lives because memorizing scripture is important. Memorizing scripture is important. The word of God is something that cleanses us. The word of God is our spiritual food. Do you eat once a week? And if you showered once a week, you'd probably stink. We don't often shower once a week. Maybe, I don't know, if, if the teen boys were in here, they would probably all raise their hand. How many shower once a week? I shower zero times a week, right? But we don't, we don't wait to, to wash ourselves, and we don't wait to feed ourselves. Why would we do the same with the Word of God? When this is our spiritual food, if you need physical food three times a day, come on, let's be serious about the, the spiritual food. If you need physical food three times a day, how many times do you, you think you need spiritual food to keep you going? Memorizing scripture is important. What if you don't have your Bible on you? What, you can't spend all day reading it and you wouldn't get other things done. So that's why it needs to be up here. So you can meditate on it, mull over it. 
Chew on it. Think about it. And let the word of God dwell in you richly. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly. Number three, memorizing scripture renews our mind and transforms our life. Do you have to write everything down in order not to forget? I don't know about you, that's, that's me. Uh, they often said, a short pencil is better than a long memory. Um, I think that's how it goes. I don't know, I didn't write it down. <laughs> but a short pencil is better than a long memory, right? And I, I used to try and trust in college my memory to just help me with everything. And I, um, I actually tend to have a, a better memory than... than than most would. I don't want to sound prideful in that. That sounds a little prideful. You know, scratch that. But my memory is weird. My memory works great in some areas and really bad in any other areas. Anybody deal with that? I do. Um, I remember the weirdest things when I was like two or three, but I, I can't remember what my wife told me 30 minutes ago, and, and she can testify. And, um, but, but we need to... Uh, God knows that we cannot remember or keep his commands without being being reminded of them frequently. You see, repetition is God's volume control. When God repeats things, he, he wants you to listen. And you know what's awesome is, you know, God just didn't come to me one day and, and speak all these things to me. No, he wrote it down for me. Amen. He wrote it down for me. And because now it's written down, now I can memorize this. Because I tell you what, if God came to me one day and just said all the contents of the Bible... Probably within the next minute, I'd forget 90% of it. Probably more. 99% of it. I couldn't remember all that. But thank the Lord that it's written down for you. Thank the Lord that it's written down for me. Memorizing scripture renews our mind and it will transform our life according to Romans chapter 12. Turn there. Romans chapter 12. Verse 1 starting in verse 1. So keeping Scripture at the forefront of our minds will help us renew our mind. Romans chapter 12 and verse 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourselves, uh, your bodies, a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. By the way, this is a great verse. This is saying, hey, the Lord Jesus Christ himself laid down your life for you, and in return you can offer your life as a living sacrifice, but which, by the way, is reasonable. Why? Because he's so worthy of it. He's so worthy of our lives, completely and fully devoted to him, and yet we can't memorize scripture. We can't memorize scripture. Is it really being a true living sacrifice if the only time we get into his word is on a Sunday? If the only time we ever get into his word to learn about him and to, and to get closer to the creator of the universe and the creator and lover of your soul is on a Sunday, and it's the only time, are we truly living like a living sacrifice? Are we truly, are we truly devoted to the Lord. Look at verse 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Romans chapter 12 and verse 2 tells us that, man, if we can keep the scriptures on the forefront of our minds and be renewed, 
daily by the word of God. We need to be renewed in the, uh, into what the verse says. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Memorizing scripture will help that. Memorizing scripture will help you renew your mind. You see, what, what, what I'm asking tonight is what, what do you spend your time thinking about? Uh, this is not my notes, but I, another thing my college professor used to say, he said, um, good minds talk about things, weak minds talk about people, and great minds talk about ideas. And I want to add on to that and say, great minds think about scripture. Great minds think about scripture and what the word of God says. And so how often are we renewing our minds? How often do we do it? We need the word of God in our lives. If we are to renew our minds daily, then we ought to memorize scripture and keep it in the forefront of our minds. We ought to memorize the scriptures and to meditate on those in order to renew and transform your life. Be transformed by the renewing of your minds. And the only way that's going to happen, and the only way you're going to transform and get renewed is by what's written down right in front of you. The Word of God. The Word of God. Memorizing Scripture also helps us battle against temptation. The armor of God, turn to Ephesians. You'll find in Ephesians the, the full armor of God. Ephesians chapter 6, and starting in verse 10. Ephesians 6.10 says, Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Spiritual warfare, people, is a real thing. Verse 13, Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Stand, therefore, having your loins girt about with truth, and having on the breastplate of righteousness, and your feet shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. I want you to notice that the only offensive thing in the armor of God is the word of God. The only, you look through the armor of God and you have the helmet of salvation and you have all these wonderful things and God says, take all of it. I want you to take all of it and you need all of it to be protected. I want you to put on every piece, not just one piece, all of it. Put on the whole armor of God. And the only offensive thing not defensive, it's not armor, it's offensive, it's a weapon, is the sword of the Lord, which is the word of God. And we cannot battle temptations without our sword. We go out into battle and we have these temptations surround us, and without a sword, without a weapon, you're, you're just target practice. You'll become target practice for the devil. 
without your sword. Without your weapon, without your weapon, you're, you're not going to be effective. You're going to stand out there. Imagine how foolish it would be for a soldier to go to the front lines of battle, which, by the way, we go to the front lines of the battle every single day. There's a lost world surrounding us, tempting us, that need to know Christ. We are on the front lines right now. In this present world, we're on the front lines. And if a soldier ever went to battle, front lines, without his weapon, you would call him foolish. But when we go out without the word of God during the week, that's foolish. That is foolish. To go out to the front lines and to not have our weapon with us, you would make fun of a soldier who went out and, and, and said, okay, here, here I am. I got my armor on. I got my helmet. I've got my... My, my loins girt about, I have my breastplate, I'm ready. You would say, well, he's forgotten something. He, he, he's no, of no use. He's no, of no use. And yet, Christian, you are out on the front line in your work, in, in your place of influence, in your schools, in your, in, in your community. We are out on the front lines. I, I want you to realize that spiritual warfare is a real thing. And without your weapon, it, it, we can't leave our weapon at church on Sunday. No, we've got to bring it with us everywhere we go. So why is it important to memorize Scripture? Well, you're, you're defenseless. You are weaponless without it. You see, the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. You have the greatest weapon, and if we forget it and, and don't bring it with us, about us, and with us around as we go about, then, then we're leaving and we're going on the front lines without our weapon. And, and that is foolish. That is foolish. Memorizing scripture helps us battle against temptation. Psalms 119 and verse 11 says, Thy word have I hid in mine heart that I might not sin against thee. David wanted his relationship to be right with God, and so he hid, and he had the word of God in his heart. Do you have the word of God in your heart tonight? Do you have the word of God dwelling in you? Do you have it in your minds? Does it repeat daily? Does it cleanse you? I have um, in, in my Bible, and oftentimes I will uh, look at this in, in my office. I have it posted in my office, but... Every once in a while, I'll, I'll start on a new memory verse that I'll have, and I try to think on it and, and repeat it in my head. And I have this just posted in my office. It's Proverbs 12, 22. It says, Lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. What are you saying, Preston? Are you saying, are you tempted to lie? Am I human? Come on, let's be honest. Are you tempted to lie, Preston? I'm human just like you are. And so memorizing scripture helps me battle against that. Having this verse posted around my office and in my mind and in my heart, I know how to battle against lying because Proverbs 12:26 says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. And I had to memorize that to battle against the temptation of lying. You see, we deal with temptations every single day. Every single day, you will be tempted. 
So I encourage you, memorize scripture topically. Memorize scripture topically. This is a very practical message. Memorize scripture topically so that when you have that temptation happen to you, you can say, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. But they that deal truly are his delight. I'm not going to lie. I'm going to tell truly. I'm going to deal truly because that's what God delights in. So memorizing scripture helps you battle against temptation. Not only that, but memorizing scripture helps us live in obedience. Turn to Psalm chapter 119. Psalm 119, we'll be getting at the beginning of the, the chapter. Psalm 119. Verse 11, we just read. It says in verse 11, it says, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. Now go to verse 9. Psalm 119 and verse 9. Wherewith shall a young man cleanse his way? By taking heed thereto according to thy word. So not only does it help us battle against temptation, but you also need to realize that memorizing scripture will help us live in obedience. Memorizing scripture and meditating on it is preventative method for avoiding temptation because when God's word is fresh in your mind, you will more easily avoid the temptations. It will help us to stay pure. It will help us to stay right with God. It will help us to live a clean, pure life. We need to be cleansed by it every day. Number six, I have ten points and I'm almost done. Memorizing scripture will bring God's blessing to our life. Memorizing scripture will bring blessing to our life. Several times in the Bible, God connects blessing with continual meditation on his word. Several times, God will, will connect blessing to continual meditation on his word. Turn to Joshua chapter 1. Joshua chapter 1. And verse 8 says, Joshua 1.8, and many of you probably have this memorized. And if you do, praise the Lord. I'm, I'm glad you do. But if you, if you haven't memorized and, and, and we're reading it now, well, good. It's good to read it anyway. Joshua 1.8 says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make away thy way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. How do I have good success? How, how do I become a successful person? How do I prosper? How do I prosper? By the word of God. Having it in your heart and in your mind and being wise with it. That's what will help you in this life. Turn to Psalm chapter 1. I know we're doing a lot of Bible turning tonight, but that's alright. We want to memorize and learn the word of God. Psalm chapter 1 and verse 1. Some of you may have had this memorized. If you don't, this is a great passage of scripture to memorize. Psalm chapter 1 says, look what it says in Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But what church his delight is in what? The law of the Lord. And what does he do? Doth meditate day and night. And 
what happens because of that? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. His leaf also shall not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. The ungodly are not so, but are like the chafe which the wind driveth away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, or sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knoweth the way of the righteous, but the way of the ungodly shall perish. What am I trying to say? I, I, I said at the beginning, but I'll say it again. I am not trying to guilt you into memorizing scripture. No, I, I, can, I, I, I don't want to do that. If you, if you are guilted into reading your Bible, then I'm sorry, then you missed the point. What I'm trying to say tonight is there are so many benefits to memorizing the word of God in your life that if you don't do it, I would probably call you unwise. It would be wise for you to memorize scripture in your life because I can, it's not my promise that it will help you. It's not mine. And, and people break promises. Many of you know. People mess up, people make mistakes, people break promises, but there's a God that never breaks a promise. There's a God that loves you and has given his word and makes promises, and he wants you to memorize his word. He wants you to. And what I'm saying is I'm, I'm not guilting you into memorizing scripture, and I'm not forcing you to read your Bible, but what I'm telling you is there's so many benefits, there's so many blessings that come with knowing and filling, absolutely filling your life and meditating on the word of God that I don't, I don't know how you wouldn't want to do that. I don't know why you, why you wouldn't. So many people want a blessed and happy life, and then they ask how to do it, and then they don't want to memorize scripture. So many people want a good life and a, and a perfect life, and then you say, okay, well, I have the answer. God promises. God promises his, his delight is in the law of the Lord. That's, that's, that sounds like a happy guy. I, I want happiness in my life. Memorize the word of God. Memorize the word of God. Blessed is that man that walketh not in the counsel of the godly, nor sit in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Make it a part of your life. Make it in, read it in the mornings. Read it at night. Good way to, to read your Bibles. Read the New Testament in the morning, the Old Testament at night. So that's just a suggestion, not, not required. The blessings that come not, don't always mean health or or wealth, or prosperity in, in, in those ways, in physical ways. But a lot of those blessings are spiritual vitality and profound hope and a greater communion with the creator of the universe. So it doesn't always mean you're going to get rich the second you read your Bible. That's, that's not what the Bible's for. No, you get to have a relationship. I got something better than riches. I got something way better than gold and silver and all those things. I've got Jesus Christ. And you get to have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's incredible. The creator of the universe, the creator and lover of your soul, you get to have greater communion and relationship with him. Isn't that incredible? Memorizing scripture is important. Memorizing scripture also allows us to readily encourage believers. You ever met somebody that's discouraged? Right? I've met a lot of people who are discouraged. And you ever been in the situation where you're like, man, I, oh, I, I have this verse in my head that would really encourage them, but I just can't, can't think of it. And I, I've been there. 
But when we have the word of God memorized, right, and then, and then uh, we learn from the word of God, and I'm going to speed through here a little bit more. But in Romans chapter 15, verse 4, it says, For whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. You see, encouragement comes from the word of God. And so when you have a discouraged sister or brother in Christ, you can be more readily, easily be able to encourage them by the word of God because it's already in you. I mean, you don't have to go, oh, man, there's just this one word in the Bible that they need right now. No, it's already there, and you, you, can, you can bring it up, and God will bring it to your memory. This is, uh, people like to use that verse, that God will bring it to your memory, uh, but you have to learn it first. It, it, won't, it won't be, you, you can't, uh, people would pray this in college. They would not study for a test, and, and then they would get up there, and they're like, all right, folks, I'm going to pray for the class. The student would, and he said, God, bring everything to our memory, and and even for those who haven't studied. And, and they would sit there and fail the test. Why? Because they didn't study in the first place. And so God's not going to bring to your memory something that you have never studied or learned. That's, that's knowledge. That's just logic. Um, but we need to get the word of God in us so much so that God can bring it to our memories. And he will. And he will help you. And we can be more readily to encourage believers. But not only that, we can memorize scripture to Reach the lost. If you were to go to a man or a woman today and say, the Lord loves you, and they're like, prove it. Well, the Bible says something about it. What? We ought to memorize scripture on how to witness and, and to give others the word. You're not always going to have a Bible right in front of you and able to, to, to witness to someone. You might forget it somewhere. You might not have it on you at work and and somebody says, well, how do I, how do I get saved, Preston? How, I want to get saved. How, how, do you, what, how do you know how to get saved? How do you know? And then you can finally say, well, the word of God says in Romans 3, 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And then it says in Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. And you can start leading them through the scriptures without even a Bible in your hand. Why is it important to memorize scripture, Preston? Because there's a lost world out there. And if they're not going to memorize it, the world's not going to memorize it, the world's not going to know it. But if you know it, 1 Peter says, um, 1 Peter chapter 3 says this, But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer. To every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Some people are going to see that there's a hope in you. And that there's a light in you and something's different about you. You ought to be ready with an answer. But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and be ready always to give an answer. To every man that asketh you a reason of the hope that is in you with meekness and fear. Not only that, but it will, when you memorize scripture and you speak it to someone you're witnessing to, it has way more authority than you ever will. There is power in the word of God. And when you speak God's words and not your own, it will have a greater effect on that person. And we need to reach the lost that way. 
Isaiah 55, verse 11 says, So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, as God speaking, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I sent it. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12 says, For the word of God is quick and powerful, and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing sunder of soul and spirit, and to the joints of the morrow, and is the discerner of the thoughts and tense of the heart. That's powerful. Jim Ryan says in, verse, in chapter 23 and verse 29 says, Is not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. Man, the Lord, the word of the Lord is powerful. And when we witness, we ought to use scripture. But if you don't have a Bible in your hand, how are you going to do that? How are you going to do that? Memorizing scripture will give us a better understanding of God and his will. We learned that in Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, that you may discern what is that good, perfect, and acceptable will of God. Teaching and Learning the word of God in your life will help you discern the will of God. Learning the word of God and memorizing in your life will help you discern the will of God for your life. Lastly, I want you to know that memorizing scripture will make us wise. Even Jesus says in Luke 252, that he grew in wisdom and stature. And he had the word of God all over his life. And so, Christian, we need to make the word of God our treasure. We need to make the word of God our daily habit. And we need to have it at the forefront of our minds, so much so where as you walk around your halls and you sit down in your bed and you go to sleep and you wake up, so much so that the word of God is just in you. And it's the only thought that controls your mind throughout the day. Whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, think on these things. And there's a whole lot that goes into there, but and to sum it up, you could think on the Word of God. Think of the Word of God throughout your day. By the way, we need more Scripture songs. We need more Scripture songs. And I mean that. Me and my friend in college, we would make Scripture songs a lot, um, mainly because all of our quizzes were scripture memory. And so we would create songs in order to us help memorize. So listen to scripture songs to help you memorize scripture songs. And uh, we actually made up one that I still remember to this day. I wonder if, um, if I can remember it. But it's, it's not even a, a verse that has a song yet, I don't think. But we stole one of the tunes from another scripture song. It goes, Beloved, let us love... No, that's not the one. It goes, Beloved... When it was needful for me to write unto you of the common salvation. Oh, hold on, I messed it up again. Here we go. Memorize, memorize scripture. Beloved, when I give all diligence to write unto you of the common salvation, it was needful for me to write unto you and exhort you that you earnestly contend for the faith which was once delivered unto the saints. And then we'd have a harmonizing part and we go, Jude 1-3. So it's Jude 1-3. If you want to memorize that, um, just talk to me. I'll teach you the song. But uh, once again, I, I don't preach this to, to make you feel like, oh, I just, you know, I, I don't want you to feel guilty. But I want us to, to learn and to, to grow in appreciation and love for the word of God. I, not once did I condemn anything. I, no, all I did was try to encourage 
and, and spread the love of God through his word tonight. Meaning, sure, I, I want you to memorize scripture, but who cares what I want? God wants it. God wants you to dwell in the word of Christ richly. And the question is, are, are we doing it? Have you memorized scripture? It truly, if, if I want you to truly think about this. If, if every Bible was not in your hands tonight, and you were thrown into a jail cell or thrown into a bad circumstance, and you had no written word of God in your hand, it, I, I want you to think about that. How much Bible would you be able to recite? And how much could you keep it in your, in your heart and in your mind so that you can keep going? So then faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. If you don't know the word of God and have it memorized, and that may happen to us one day, I don't, I don't know. You, may have, you might be in a situation where the word of God is not in your hand. That'd be a scary day. But do you have it in your heart and in your mind so that you can meditate on it? And you have so much scripture memorized that it's just in you. And, and not that you don't need this book, so, because we certainly do. And we can't memorize all of it. But we can memorize some. And if we go without it week after week, and the only time is on a Sunday where we blow off the dust off the cover, then we're not letting the word of Christ dwell in us richly. And so I, I encourage you this week, maybe circle one of those verses on the paper I gave out. If, if you don't know where to start, maybe just, maybe just randomly pick one. There's, there's a really easy one in there. I, I believe it's 1 Peter 3.15. It says, be ye holy, for I am holy. That's pretty easy to memorize, but it's a good verse. It's the word of God. And so tonight, what decision are you going to make in order to memorize and meditate on the word of God more in your life? You, you can't get enough of it. Can you memorize enough scripture? No, you can't. You can never exhaust it. You can memorize day after day after day, and it will never get old. It will never, it will never grow old on you. So get the word of God in your life and your hearts and in your mind. Thy word have I hid in thine heart that I might not sin against thee. How serious are we about getting God's word into our heart? Do we hate our sin enough to take some time and to prioritize? Most people say, well, I, I can't memorize things. My, my memory's bad. And then the same person who just said that, an old song will come on and they'll recite the entire song. That's why we need scripture songs. It, it's a, I hate to say it, but it's a poor excuse to memorizing the word of God when really we just need to sit down and, and to dwell in it and to meditate on it. And let us, you don't have to memorize the whole book. I never said that. Start with a verse and see what that can do for your life. Proverbs 12, 22 says, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord, but they that deal truly are his delight. That has helped me. How much more, if you study your word and, and, and get in it, how much more could it help you and, and, and in your temptations and in your struggles? Memorize it. Memorize it. Memorize it. Memorize it. Decide. Decide right now. I am going to memorize a passage of scripture, a verse, a word. Memorize it. Let's pray. Lord, I, I love you, God, and I, I pray you'd help us tonight.
be so serious and sober-minded about your word and to take it seriously, God. Lord, I know you take your word seriously, God, and you, Lord, you said thou hast magnified